0: I tipped the wine glass and watched the deep red stream fall. The baby book was on the carpet next to me, open to the page where it offered a space for a mother to write her newborn's eye color, length, pounds, and ounces. The wine bled into the clean page. I poured more, soaking the wet pages. Before I emptied the glass completely, I realized this act of drama was not soothing, just stupid. I scooted away from the book and rested my back against Lily's couch. From the coffee table, I picked up my own baby book, the one where Mom had carefully filled each page, writing in the margins when the lines given weren't enough. I flipped to the page where my mother wrote that I, Jamie Virginia, weighed six pounds, two ounces, was 20 inches long, and had dark blue eyes. In different colored ink, it said, changed to brown at five months. I heard keys in the front door click open. Quickly, I slid both pink books under the couch, picked up my wine glass and bottle off the floor and sat on the couch. Charles Shaw, Lily observed. Is it a good one? I realized I held the bottle like a owl. Brianna, her five-year-old daughter, flew onto my lap. Whoa, I said, and set the glass and bottle on the table. I pulled her into my arms, and for a moment, life felt right. I squeezed her and took in her cedar smell, the smell of the bark from her preschool's playground. But the wine? I hadn't taken notice if it was a good one or not. It's okay, I guess, I said. Lily dropped three pieces of mel onto the seat next to me, nothing I could possibly want. Did you get out today, she asked without looking at me. I thought of lying, telling her that I went and dropped off job applications, or even that I went and saw a movie. I could tell her that I went for a run, but then I noticed as she opened a letter that she wasn't wanting me to lie. She knew that I hadn't even gone down to the mailbox and picked up her and now my mail. Tomorrow, I said, I'll look for work. You said you could get your job back at the bank. She was no longer reading her mail, but me. I thought about the last $43.38 in my wallet. Let me go to the store and get food. I'll make tacos. Lily left the room, saying, I've got plans, and Brianna's going to my mom's. As Lily showered, I read Brianna. She curled into me. I wrapped a blanket around her. To comfort herself, she sucked her thumb, and I didn't say a word, though I knew Lily was trying to break her of the habit. She worried about Brianna's teeth, kids teasing her at school. I read eight books, every one that sat on the coffee table. She was almost asleep, her breathing deep and relaxed. But then her mother came out, looking well made up in her fresh, dark eyeliner and straightened black hair. Time to go. Brianna slid off the couch and lay on the carpet. I'm tired, Mom. As Lily checked her cell phone for text messages, I got up and whispered in her ear. She could stay here. I felt invigorated by the suggestion of having a purpose. She's staying the night, and don't you think it would be good if you got out? Lily was tired of me. Threw with me sleeping on her couch. Maybe she was feeling taken advantage of, used. It had only been for the last six months. Not so long. Let me carry her down. I slipped on the flip-flops I'd left by the door. She can walk. Oh, Mom, Brianna moaned. You need to learn to walk on your own sometime. Brianna grimaced. I can walk, silly Mom. I knew this comment was for me, not Brianna. Lily could parent harshly, but she wasn't insensitive. I watched them from the window. Halfway down the stairs, Lily picked Brianna up and carried her to the car. I thought about what I could do call another friend, my brother, go get a bite to eat, sit back down and finish the bottle. Nothing appealed to me. And I hated this more than not having any place to go. I felt empty, listless. The fact that sitting and staring at the wall was what I desired pushed me to pick up my keys off the kitchen counter and place my purse over my shoulder. I swallowed back tears of despair. I drove out of the...